podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet Podcast for Saturday the 11th of January 2020. Happy New Year. I'm your host John Walker and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good to be back. And Gordo. Hello. Um, I was pure not up for doing this but I didn't realise how many fixtures were back. Oh. So, so we're in. Yeah. We're in. Um, we're going to jump straight into reviewing the 28. We're going to review last decade's picks. Yeah. yeah Christmas it, Day, Boxing Day, 28. Yeah. That, was, that got a good reaction see the download figures I was very surprised at the amount of people that don't actually like their families because yeah. we, were, we were getting like a, it was a hundred and it was like a hundred to two hundred downloads on the day of each I like that but it's, yeah. it's five minutes yeah but I always assumed it was just people who subscribed and automatic downloads but the timing of the downloads are all over the place so there is people that hate their families Christmas Day can be really big I once went out and played cards on Christmas Day <laughs> really? <laughs> I, I must have been like in my early twenties and I was just fed up that's it. Like so, our podcast would be a really good window. Like, say you're in your fucking girlfriend's house or whatever, and you've just nipped up to the toilet for five minutes of silence. Well, to be fair, after a Christmas meal, you could have done a Christmas podcast and your yeah. toilet trip. Yeah. I mean, it's a big meal. It is a big five meal. Five minutes, six in and out. Episode done. So, thanks to everyone that shared. Apologies, we only get two out of three both days. Yeah, but we were giving away a freebie, and we gave the money to charity yeah. for the field charity winnings not just the state Christmas day Mm -hmm. the full shebang but then we had a fucking glorious we did have a glorious week on that um, 28th of January so we'll just fire in bankers I had Brisbane away to Newcastle Jets over 1.5 goals they made me sweat the equaliser came on the 87th minute yeah as I was tormenting my partner away in Berlin on like a brunch I was sitting my phone going Mm -hmm. no I just need to know both of them, um, both of them, nearly scored again. Like immediately, like, after. You re-backed it, I, I rebacked it. I was like, and like one of them hit the bar. Like the centre back missed a completely open goal. Um, so you were, I mean, you were, you were safe. I took Michael Van Gerwen to beat Stephen Bunting in the World PDC Darts Championship. He won that four 0 It was an absolute rout. And I believe mine was Benevento, um, the red and yellow team. <laughs> So they, uh, they 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 went on and won four nil, um, which was quite pleasant. Van Gerwen won four nil and Benevent. Ah. Nice. Yeah, sorry, I, I only just came in at one each, but um, this in. Hey, all the bankers. So in all again. the bankers uh-huh. in. Um, the values. My one was Arsenal versus Chelsea. Aubameyang to score any time. That came in pretty early, didn't came it? Came in sixteenth minute. Sixteenth minute. Love it. I took Simon Whitlock to beat Mervyn King, also in the PDC Darts World Championship, on the basis that. If you remember, I said Mervyn King gets really grumpy and can throw <laughs> things away. Mervyn King won the first five legs in a row. So three legs win you a set. So yeah. he, was, he won the first set, two not. And then Simon Whitlock got a leg back. Mervyn King got really grumpy and Whitlock won 4-1. So that was a, a really good bet at even money. And I had Bromley, who um, won 3-0. So that was quite comfortable as well. And the... That was very comfortable. Yeah. So that's all values in. All values, as well. all bankers. Six of six. The outsiders didn't come in, yours didn't run. Mine didn't run. I picked a horse in the Welsh Grand National called Steely Edition. Um, it was non-runner, no bet, so it, everyone got their stakes back. And then I went on to back the winner, Potter's Corner. First Welsh-trained winner of the Welsh Grand National since 1965, which is quite a long time. Yeah. But he came in at like 12 to 1, so that was that was nice. lovely. It, so back to our charity we had the charity treble I, you had I had Norwich and Tottenham both teams to score 
Two-two. Yeah, not much more I can say about that. I had Leicester away at West Ham. And those were both on the Saturdays. Leicester won 2-1. So it was all on me on the Sunday morning. Australia. Sydney, Sydney versus Melbourne. They won 2-1. So the charity bet came in. It was £47. And I actually had to message Paul from Beats in there just to check I'd actually you fucking done it. my job. But it's been paid. We have transferred the money. It's hard to forget, when you, especially at Christmas. Especially when you're winning so much. Well, I, need, mm. I, need my, I need my spreadsheets. Otherwise, I forget what I'm doing. Spreadsheets are the structure for your life. The structure of society. But let's just say, that was nine out of 11. Yeah. Nine out of 11 in the charity. And there were, so there's some actual stuff to... And the way the nine out of 11 came in meant if you were trebling things up, you hit the banker treble, you hit the, the value, value treble, treble, you hit the charity treble. That was a huge week. You hit the sixfold. I did hit the sixfold. I put all the bankers and all the values in as a sixfold. That's nice. I mean, I will from the end of November... Our form's been ridiculous. It's been really good. As is reflected in my Bet365 account. I've just noticed that uh, people are getting quieter. On on, on Twitter? No, that normally text me. Ah, Because Ah. interestingly, our Facebook group is getting busier. Yeah. As a a result of the good run. Whereas you're getting quieter because people are just having a go. (laughs) (laughs) But then the problem we have now is if the Facebook group gets bigger and louder, when it starts turning... It won't turn. It's good. I'm going to storm off. We are rolling. Throw my, throw my trample bit strip on the ground. And just, just be disgusted. Take a transfer. And then blame all on people's social media comments. Yeah. We'll start with our sponsored player just quickly because he is no longer mm. our sponsored player. Yeah. Uh, Michael Hewitt of co-winning has been recalled from his loan spell to Air United. So congrats, Mike. We were told he was recalled for an emergency, but he was not part of the 18 that won at the weekend. But he would have had one session max. Aye. With that. So, but I hope he goes on to play. He's, yeah, be he's, he's a little outside of budget. Just a smidge. To sponsor. For the, United. It's not worth the half season. No. No. Like, if it was that value for a full season, I'd be all in. But we might keep we an eye on we we've, we've got enough people to keep an eye on, so I don't know if we will keep an eye on him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he if he starts scoring hat tricks from being playing defence, then we'll still keep an eye on him. But will we still just call him Trample Bets? Yeah. Maybe? Gets a move to Liverpool that. in four years. Did, like, Trample Bets, Michael Hughes. Did you see, like, Kelly, uh, sorry, Conan Rangers posted saying Trample Bets um, yeah, player is leaving. So yeah. that was, that was well chuffed with it. Yeah, no. I'll always, I'll always see you in the paper when he gets sent off and think. <laughs> Could have been ours. Our, our name used to be next to that. Imagine he got sent off against Dundee United. That'd be wonderful. Oh, no, but like cementing Shankland, in, injuring someone. Oh, no, not good. Yeah, <laughs> who's trampled le- best boot? No, it's not us anymore. Who's your left winger? Um, well, it depends. It depends what system we're setting up in. Robson down the left. Right. Okay. McMullen sometimes out there. Paul McMullen. He's consistently oh. filled by every team. So yeah. Scott's abroad, Scott's abroad's been a bit sparse, and we just picked up again. The only real consistent person through it has been Ziggy Gordon. Thanks. Uh, Central Coast Mariners lost. 10 days ago to Perth Glory who have definitely picked up form so Perth Glory won it the previous year mm. and were second bottom four weeks ago but they've won all the- four games since uh, one three now Castro scored an absolute screamer and I felt bad tagging Ziggy Gordon and saying this <laughs> but he is my favourite player in the league he's Diego Castro he's a wee Spanish guy he must be 37, 38 oh, yeah. so he's just there for his retirement 
but he's a fucking joy just to watch. Just a wee genius. It is just, it's just a joy to watch. It's just flair all the time. He's a wee bit of a dick. Like, if he loses the ball, you're getting snapped. But he scored an amazing, like, left foot half volley bouncing out the box. But the third goal, did you see Ziggy Gordon comment on it? Yes, on, on Twitter, yeah. He fucking tries to control a ball. And he's not had the three weeks off I've had from fives, as I did on Monday. <laughs> but he moved like I was moving on a five-a-side pitch on Monday. His legs are moving independent from his brain and normal body structure and just falls backwards onto the ball. Um, but that, that, that was to make it 3-0 and they were never, ever in the game. Yeah, it was done. Um, Perth, Perth, by the way, are one of my picks this week and they're a good team to stay on side of, I think, now because they're definitely on form. Uh, last weekend, they lost 2-1 away to Wellington Phoenix. It was a decent game. Gary Hooper scored the opener for Wellington that, yeah. and then he set up a second... Central Coast Mariners had the woodwork twice and then got an own goal in the first half so it was 2-1 but it was a very even end-to-end game mm. I think the silver I think it is for Central Coast Mariners should play it back to Matt Simon in the last minute for a tap-in and that's a shite shot so it should have been two each but they're already like seven points better off than they were last this time last year they are still second bottom but the league's only 11 teams so but that's Siggy Gordon still in Australia Claire Elmsley uh, Melbourne continued to run so she doesn't she's won every game since she's moved to Australia which is a complete turnaround from her spell at Orlando Pride after yeah. the World Cup where they finished rock bottom and didn't Aye. win a game so they won 2-0 she wasn't involved in any of the goals um, uh, Melbourne also missed a penalty so pretty even game near top of the league I was just and th- this shouldn't be a story but see because of all the chat around um, same sex relationships or same sex footballers yep two of her teammates get married Two days ago, remember the goalie Ashlyn Harris, yeah, who basically, who basically mm. stopped him getting barred. Yeah, yeah, she married Alec Rager, so two teammates from Orlando Pride who are also were in the World Cup winning squad in the summer got married, and it was like huge news in America. Um, what happens if one wants to transfer away, or the club want rid of one of them? Well, I did find it interesting that they do play together. Yeah, that's would, that, that's the interesting bit. It's yeah. not like American sports where suddenly you can find out you've been transferred to Philly. Okay. <laughs> like, like, oh no, no, it is shit. Yeah, so Aye. yeah, well, will be. Is it is it the same as um, what are the transfer rules like? Is it the same as like baseball or? I don't actually know. I mean, because the general manager windows, can come down and, and just tell you. Yeah, oh, getting... by the way, you've been traded to Montreal, Aye. and you go, oh, 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 all right, I'll pack my stuff. Yeah, I'll say goodbye <laughs> to my loved one. Right, give me a, give me five minutes. But usually, like your family would come with you. But yeah. if they also play on the team. Do, do you now have at to the, come as a package? At the bare minimum, they would see each other twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Gold back in action for Forensa this is why I don't like the break It's this is why I didn't want to do this podcast actually was because with so many leagues that have this two three week off I know see I don't get I don't get the benefit in having two three weeks off it doesn't seem like it does I understand the Christmas week that's fine but it seems like everyone's back in and then Forensa just seemed like a. have not seen the highlights but to be pumped three now off a not very good Benfica B team See that wee bit bizarre, and I think people had actually put in the Facebook group what I thought of it. I'd seen it by the time I'd looked at it, they were already 2 0 down. I yeah. Like, oh well. I mean, Ferenc looked like they did control most of the game, but didn't have any chances. Like it was like 70% possession, but four shots. Ah, an old Arsenal performance from a couple of years ago. Nah, <laughs> yeah. Current Man United performance. Ah, man, you don't keep the ball. Uh, did you, last night that, what was that stat about them not having a shot on target for a like a game and a half oh, <laughs> until Rashford scored they'd went, that's awful yeah they'd went, yeah, yeah it was that's like, awful ah, horrendous 135 minutes of football without Arsenal a shot on conceded 34 shots to Burnley in one game 
<laughs> at the start of the season, the game they won two one. Burnley had thirty four shots on goal. I don't know how many were on target. target. Yeah, some but, some would have been. But considering Leno is the highest saving goalkeeper in the league, you would suggest that that also do you know Arsenal are the team in the English Premier League that have scored the most goals directly from corners? That seems weird. What? Doesn't it? Yeah. It was said in the commentary the other day. I was like, really? Is it I've watched a lot of Arsenal games. That's so that, very that, odd. So that means between Arsenal and Rangers, I can definitely just boast that I'm one of the most prolific set-piece takers. I d- well, I don't know about corners free kicks only, and all that, but yeah. for corners, certainly. But So you, you want to be included in part as part of the set-piece, but the least glamorous one available? Because me having watched... We Dun- have more throw-ins than anyone else. <laughs> me having watched Dundee United for 10 years, right? What I would always say is corners were fucking dreadful at right we we could never score from corners but even worse we were terrible at defending them mm-hmm. do you remember like in our chat with Bob Alexander <laughs> me just writing by the way Dundee United I reckon four corners against us is the equivalent to one penalty right. that, that was what I reckon like if a team got four corners did score. four corners they had the same chance as like scoring a penalty just terrible but anyway Ar- Arsenal are very good at them which was surprising to me yeah Fun fact. I'll take one positive for Arsenal this year. That's that we can score from corners, apparently. Or maybe other teams can't. Maybe that's all it is. Just everyone's really poor at it. And uh, we have been brought... This is, I think this is brought to attention before. So Jordan, Jordan Holsgrove, who's a Scotland under-21 international, plays for Redden, is on home uh, on loan at CD Belleris. Palma. It only came to my attention when somebody tagged me in this goal. Mm-hmm. So he scored an absolute screamer of a free kick. Um, right at the goal, about... Corner of the box ish, and he hits it that kind of. You've only seen one angle, but the, the way he hits it definitely bail esque because it goes over the keeper yeah. and it, very straight, straight. That's tip. a dippy. So, gonna have to keep an eye on him because I've then watched the under 21 highlights from his debut against Czech Republic. Was it because it may have been Czech Republic? One each game, no? aye, that's what it was. No, the it, was it Greece? It was the spell just at the start of the season, September mm-hmm. fixtures. Um, so I'm gonna need to keep an eye on him because there's an interview. And also he's a Scott abroad, so yes. I like to keep an eye on him. So easier to the end of the season. Everyone else should be back now. We should be back in form. I have no idea what's happening with Jack Harper because I can't find an article to tell him he's injured. Hmm. But he's definitely not been involved in any Alcacons squads. Liam Henderson's another one with. He's just bench bench ridden. Uh, yeah, and and considering like Verona won three nil. 2-0 it, it, or, or 2-0 and, and I looked on the bench and seen that he, there was no movement for well him. they changed two centre mids so he's in theory six choice centre mid yeah so he needs to isn't everyone six choice centre mid for Verona Like I think I might be seventh choice <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to this week's picks um my banker is Benfica at home to Aves, who are the worst team in the league. They are. So Benfica and over 2.5 goals in the game, which has happened in eight of the last 10 Benfica home games. It's happened in six of Aves's last 10 away games. The ones that didn't were all against teams who are in the Bellinices. random. <laughs> yeah, Belenenses, Chavez, teams that are lower than them. Eh, sorry, you can't get lower than Aves unless you go down you a division. Can, yeah. But teams that are in the Portimense. So... Benfica to win over 2.5 goals you're getting 1-2 to two. nice and I think that's very good odds because Benfica will win this game they're only 1-11 to 11 to win it so that puts you in a stead of where they're actually at they're going to absolutely cane this team so this is the team that Ryan Gold's team beat 5-2 in the cup this team are getting battered a pumping yeah so, so Benfica so straight up win no no Benfica and over 2.5 goals and over 2.5 total 1-2 to two. 
So you're getting really fucking those odds are going to change. They have to change because if it's one eleven just to win, yeah, it doesn't make sense. So to get that odds. on as soon as possible. Yes, ASAP. My banker this week. I'm staying at home. I'm in the Scottish League Two, kicking off. It's Saturday, three p.m. Edinburgh City at home to Queens Park. Um, after a good run of form, Edinburgh City are now only two points off the top of the league. Um, Cove Rangers currently sit top. Edinburgh City two points behind on 44 points, 25 of which have been amassed at home. Queen's Park back in seventh place. Um, it's a 10-team league. They only have 22 points, so that's half the amount of points that Edinburgh City have. And only nine of those 22 have come on the road, so they're not exactly big away from home, guys. Edinburgh have won their last five matches in a row. They're unbeaten at home in their last 11 games, winning 10, drawing only one. Uh, and that one draw, that's the only home league match they haven't won all season. They've won every single time they've played at home, okay. apart from a one-each draw. You're getting Edinburgh City at four or seven. Yeah, I like the odds. It's better than one Queen's two. Park are also awful, are yeah. So, So, uh, again, I think that must those odds must come down. Because four seven's a huge price just for a straight up win for a team that are now two points off the top. So Edinburgh City at home against Queen's Park. So um, mine's is on Friday night. All my games are on Friday night, but this one's especially early. This is Friday at five. That's, o- that's pressure on Gary. It is pressure on Gary. Um, but he's done it before, and I'm confident he'll be able to do it again. Um, so mine is Omonia versus Paphos in the separate first division. So. Uh, Ammonia are second in the league. They've got 31 points. They're just behind, just behind um, Anorthosis. Is An- Anorthosis? Yeah. yeah. Anorthosis. What? Anorthosis Famagusta. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> um, so Anorthosis have 30, uh, 33 points. Ammonia have 31. Paphos have 12 points, the team they're playing. Um, they are the least form team away from home. All season, they've got four points away from home. Whereas uh, Ammonia have got 17 points from their seven games at home. They're going to want to continue this streak. They're doing really well. The teams they've dropped points against Ammonia have are Apoel and um, Olympia and Nicosia. So they're the teams who are in uh, Europa and Champions League. Um, Paphos are just bad. Not very good team. The only win they've had uh, in their last four games was against Ayanapa, um, who are in a lower division. So uh, one to two, you're going to get Ammonia. Uh, I think that's a, a good price. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the only games they've won away from home are in the cup outside the league. So... And for people looking for that, it's Omonia, spelled yeah. O-M-O-N-I-A. Yeah, as opposed to the chemical. <laughs> Ammonia. <laughs> My value pick is Diego Castro and Perth Glory. Perth Glory at home to Adelaide. Perth have won the last four. Adelaide are not good away from home. They're decent at home. You're getting four to five. It fluctuates between four to five and even money, depending on who you bet on. But Perth Glory won their previous four. They were the champions last year. They've had a bit of form. Castro's unbelievable just now. Home to Adelaide, 45, maybe evens. It's fine. It'll come in. Definitely. I like it's it. It's a good value. Aye. My value bet, I'm taking Wraith Rovers away at Forfer, Scottish League One, Saturday, 3 o'clock. You'll get the away from home team Wraith at even money. Um, they're the current league leaders with 38 points from 20 matches. Forfer are ninth placed, which is second bottom, and they only have 18 points from their 20 matches so far. With regards to form, Wraith have 10 points in their last five, Forfer only four points from their last five. They've lost four of their last five home matches. The other match was a 2-1 win against Peterhead. Wraith, on the other hand, have only lost one of their last five away games, weirdly also against Peterhead. Um, So I think there's plenty of value back in Wraith Rovers at even money. I think that's far too big a price here um, for top of the league against a team that are really struggling. 
Yeah, Forfar ship a lot of goals. I'm just looking at Rafe winning five three and two one in the last two games, and four five had runs where they've lost four three one four two and lost three two. Goals, goals. <laughs> goals. Both teams to score and win over two point five goals. Look at them all. But for the purposes of the value bet this week, it is Rafe Rafe Rovers at evens. It's Rafe. So uh, we are moving swiftly back to France and the National, the Dominoes League Three. Um, why is it called that? I don't know. Domino's just sponsoring them. Right. I mean, I, I'm I'm quite content with the Domino's League. Like, it's a it's a good sponsor. Like look at like that. Look at look at the English leagues when you get it's always like construction companies. I just like that this is the only league that you consistently mention the sponsor of. You don't call any other league by by well, the sponsor. Well, to be fair, any English league, any English low league, we can't because it would just ruin what we do as being independent from bookies, right? Yeah. Um, what's the Scottish? What's the Scottish low leagues? I don't know, actually. Exactly. It's the Ladbrokes Championship. Oh, the Tunnocks Cup we mentioned. The, tun- the Tunnocks. Yeah. The Tunnocks Caramel Wafer Cup. The Caramel Wafer Cup. Um, so, yeah, so I'm taking, in, in the value section here, I'm taking Avranches at home to GFC Ajaccio. Uh, Avranches are playing pretty well at the moment. Um, they've won four out of their... They've won... They've only lost one of their last five games. Ajaccio, if you look at the... Uh, if you look at the form table for them, have lost... All of their last five games and haven't scored a goal. Zero and zero, zero in the four column. So they've lost two 0 one 0 two 0 two 0 four 0 Their last win was against Dunkirk um, in twenty nineteen. So Avranches, I think, are a good price at home. If you get the overall standings away from home, Ajaccio have had five points all season, whereas at home Avranches have had sixteen from their eight games. I, I think that would be too good for them. I think they'll win probably to nil, but I, I wouldn't be confident enough to take that as a. Um, you know, to continue their six game streak of not scoring, I think yeah. they might get a goal. Um Avranches are getting it four to five. Hmm. I think Avranches need to keep a clean sheet because they don't score a lot of goals. They it's, don't, but they've won. They average just over a goal a game at home and the Jack Kill average what zero point five goals away from home. They concede um, a Jack a Jackio in their eight away games have scored four and conceded sixteen. So they ship to a game and Avranches score one a game average. Ah, Avranches just not, need to get lucky. not going to be a high scoring game. Yeah. So Q, Q5 now. Three each. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I when I wanted that nil nil and Shombly and they, they, and they conceded. Like, there was conceded. four goals in the opening 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. so. was like, Andy, stick 20 quid in that for me. No worries. But it's like, see, when you're, see when you're halfway through a season and you can see a stat like if a Jackie was scored away to Avranches, they've improved their goal scoring away from home by 25% in one incredible. game yeah, yeah. just <laughs> fucking awful just just wait for my outsider pick <laughs> if we want a high score so that is Avranches at home to Ajaccio Ajaccio yes I am in the Spanish Cup but I'm going to have to look it up because the odds were not up yesterday when I took it so it is Zamora at home to Mallorca the odds are still not up it is the last 32 of the Spanish Cup which La Liga teams tend not to take very seriously. Yorker are terrible. That's, yeah, well, that's that's one thing. Zamora have won every single game they have played since the 9th of September. So they are in the B, eh, Segunda B Group 2. So that is below La Liga 2. Yeah. Um, but they have won every game. They've drawn one this season and won every other game in their league and cup. Brilliant. Mallorca have lost three of the last five. You can go back to get lost eight of the last, uh, seven of the last ten, one, one and drawn two. 
they are just a rotten team. I really suspect that Mallorca will have their eyes uh, firmly set on La Liga, where they are in the relegation zone just now. So this doesn't seem important to me that they would do this. It's a big chance for Zamora, not yeah. Bobby, it's a team, <laughs> um, to put out a big scalp two divisions above them. And it's not unheard of in Spain where this happens because they do not take it seriously no. until they get to the latter stages. Teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid sail through this because they've got a big enough squad where they make 11 changes and it's still good, good enough players in their yeah. team. Mallorca clearly don't have that. They've got less than a point a game in the league just now. They're conceding two goals a game. Zamora, I would suspect being, although they're winning every game, I'd suspect being two or three divisions below them, you're probably going to get three or four to one. They won't be the favourites. Yeah. But I've also seen games where I've looked at this and I've looked at the price and it's been like 12 to one. So I have no idea what these odds are going to be. I just know for a fact that Zamora being three divisions below them are not the favourites. Yeah. But I'll stand to be... If they do, then I'll apologise. There's different. no way they can be the favourite. Like. But, I mean, look at all the Reds in Mallorca's. Mallorca are disgusting. They, they lost to a team in the same division in a friendly pre-season. They also... The only game that they've won recently in Mallorca as well was against like some team from, I think, three divisions down. They won 1-0. So yeah. I wouldn't be too convinced the, by who was it? El, El Alamo. Yeah, El Alamo. The Alamo. The Alamo. They lost to some fucking Texans. <laughs> lost to the Alamo. But yeah, Zamora at home to Mallorca. It's 11 a.m. on Saturday. It's the Copa del Rey. We'll put the odds up as soon as possible. My outsider this week. I am in the Portuguese Primeira Liga on Saturday, 8:30 p.m. at night. So you've got a bit of a wait uh, after John's one concludes. Still, you get this: Setúbal versus Sporting. They're a lot more closely matched here than the odds suggest, in my opinion. You'll get the home team Setúbal at four to one. The last three meetings at Setúbal Stadium have all been draws. Uh, only seven points separate them in the league after 15 matches. Setúbal have not lost a home game this campaign yet through eight games. They're absolutely rock solid defensively. They conceded one goal at home all season. They have only scored four goals at home. So they keep it really tight. Uh, but I think they're capable of winning this match. Probably 1-0. Similar to your Aves pick. Similar you to the Aves pick. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Setable because they're four to one. Um yeah, if you, really if, good odds. If you wanted something a little more likely, I'd get on the double chance one X on the in the homer draw. I think there's a good chance Setable continue their unbeaten record at home and, and don't lose this game. But for the big odds of the outsider, I'll take a home win at four to one. Well, after 15 games in the Portuguese league, Benfica have conceded five goals and two of them were against Setable in their last home game. Yeah, yeah. So they're capable of scoring against bigger teams. Sporting and the reason for that is I think the bigger team will be pressing quite high up the pitch to try and get the counter, goal. Yeah. They can hit them on the break, whereas if it's another team around a similar standard playing a similar game plan, they probably cancel each other out. Yeah, Sporting Lisbon concede a lot of goals as well. So 4-1 to one I think is huge. So my outsider, so my outsider is again in the French Domino's League too, um, is Nancy versus Valenciennes and I'm taking Valenciennes away. Um, so Nancy are really good at home, this this is why you're getting a big price, Nancy are second in the league at home, they've got 20 points, they get all their, their points at home, however they lost their last game to um, Valenciennes 2-0, um, having a look at the form in the, t- in the league Valenciennes have in their last five games they've got 13 points they've scored eight they've conceded one if they can get one nil up in this game they'll win it right okay that's what I'm, I'm relative what was that interesting bet you had on the 
Manchester Derby last night, he had an anytime correct score bit. Yeah, 4-0. Very frustrating. So, do you think maybe a 1-0 anytime? Yeah, actually, that, that would be quite... I don't know if they'll offer it in this market, though. No, nah, yeah, but just because... I, they, they're with the... Yeah. But, so Valencia ends. They've scored eight, conceded one. Nancy have eight points from the last five games, scored five, conceded three. They're not a bad team. They're, they're, in fact, very good at home. It's where they get all their points. However, you're getting um, seven to two for... Um, Valenciennes to win this game Nancy at home haven't lost a game in what seems like forever however maybe even this season maybe even this season however Valenciennes have been really good away recently they've been beating teams that are pretty good um, and I'd be quite happy with taking them at 7-2 I mean as an outsider I'm not going to check yeah it's a good, good selection of outsiders there I like that well I'll probably have a trick say on that mm-hmm. only needing 2 or 3 but yeah so that's that's my pick And over to the charity bet. I do not know why this is priced this way, but Spurs versus Liverpool, Liverpool away. Again, it's the same as Perth Chloe, depending on the bookies. It's between 46, 45 and evens. It varies. You can get Liverpool evens? Yes. Yeah. Um Well, that was that was last night. I don't know. I mean, it's saying 2 to 3 on this now, so it's saying 46. But this is a charity anyway, so it doesn't matter what odds we're getting as long as they're decent. Spurs. Uh, my mate, I was talking to my mate about this. My mate likes Spurs. Football Weekly we're talking about it. Mourinho has managed in four weeks or five weeks to get the free-year Mourinho lull into his players. <laughs> <laughs> they already look... Like that. Jaded. <laughs> to be clear, that is Football Weekly's quote, not mine. They already look like they're fed up. Like, they're already... Lo- like, I-, I watched parts of the Middlesbrough game. In the Middlesbrough game, FA Cup, they had a full-strength team out. They had a full team out against them and they were fucking awful it's so boring to watch already so so everyone who was uh, praising Mourinho and loving the the 3-2 and the the 4-2 f- uh, first games done no he's already drilled it into him to fucking remove all that creativity because he doesn't want to concede goals and just be robotic and no expansion in your football and then to top it all off you've lost Harry Kane for probably 8-10 to 10 weeks with a hamstring injury I just don't see how Liverpool aren't turning up against Spurs and running over them. We are going to kick fuck out of the top. Yeah, it's going to be it, it's going to be awful. I think like, I'd be on that anytime four 0 again. <laughs> I, I do, I do think it could be. An, I, I would, I'd maybe be tempted to even look at like a minus one. I just get get it on bet three six five for the straight up when you'll get early paid out when it's two 0 right? You got that last night beautiful. with the the city thing. But Spurs v Liverpool. I mean, I suspect this is going to go quickly. I'm looking around, so it's forty six and out. Um, you, you can get close to evens on like Unibet so probably ones you can't find Stand bet, bet hard and that yeah ones that bet 365 or 23 you can get them but there is no way this is anything other than a Liverpool win like this could have been good odds for a banker Tottenham are so so bad I suspect I suspect Edison's on the way out yep but he's, he's still, out for ages but he has to now play him because Kane's injured so he has to play Son higher up yep um, I just don't I just don't think they're good at all anymore I think too, how, ma- too many players how confident Gomez and uh, Van Dijk are at the back at the moment well they've not got anyone to deal with now yeah. it's Son yeah, so, but, but that's the thing as well Like even with Kane right, he was a big kind of target man up there but I watched him play against we had a midweek game 
I'm trying to remember who we played against now where Van Dyke made one tackle the entire game. Right. And he made one really, really good tackle. And I can't remember who it was. It was a cup game we were playing. Anyway, it, between the two of them, Gomez did all the tackle and Van Dyke just stood because the players didn't, didn't even go near him. Yeah. There's, I just think we're going to route them. Yeah. And it's such, there's just such an inevitability how quickly this league's going to be wrapped up. Yeah. It's nice that we like can all agree un, on. It's unreal. Oh, it's man. done. Yeah. It's yeah. been done for ages. It's nice that we can all agree on like a, a game we, we want to all see Tottenham get punched. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's nice. It's good. It's good to be part of something. Sat on telly. Yeah. I take that as tell. It'll be the 5 30 game on Saturday. Wonderful. Um, my charity pick I'm going to take the team I support this week I'm taking Dundee United away at Partick Thistle you get Dundee United at evens maybe slightly better than evens they're evens on 365 just now um, they're, we're top of the league um, we've won our last five away matches in a row I think that's something that Dundee United haven't done in the last 30 years so it's like <laughs> a bit, bit of a way form five wins in a row away from home 14 points clear at the top of the Scottish Championship but they've not taken their foot off the gas just yet uh, last 11 matches have been 10 wins and one draw that draw a derby match against Dundee obviously anything can happen in a derby so they're just winning games uh, they've amassed 21 points from 10 away games Thistle are the worst performing home team in the entire division they've only got 7 points from their 9 home games Dundee United will be far too strong I'm, I'm pretty comfortable that, that we should win this game reasonably easily yeah and I do think a lot of the panic of Partick Thistle has maybe calmed down a bit with Ian McCall because their home form's been put, but they have been picking up points. They've been picking up points, and but I just they won't like playing Dundee United, who are currently top of the league by fourteen points and not letting up. Um, even money for United here is big. Is it's a big price. I was laughing. We've not done a podcast since Colin Weir passed away. Yep, that's not the reason I'm laughing. It was just you know how there'll be a minute's applause at the game. Did you, that's exactly what I talk about. Did you hear, see the tweet about yeah. it? So you know how you always see. Oh, it's like. Um, Rangers fan passed away if we could do a minute's applause in the 15th minute yeah and somebody went um, really sad news Columbia's passed away if we could have applause in the, the 4th 6th 8th 23rd 48th and 50th minute please lottery winner <laughs> <laughs> i just seen somebody go this that's is qu- completed <laughs> that's that's quite funny I was fucking but the, howling there'll man. obviously be an official um, applause before the match well the, uh, the other one was uh, Ronnie Dyla it's just been a yeah, New York City, City manager. manager. Yeah. So we'll have interest with him and Johnny Russell still there. Yeah. But it was uh, somebody tweeted back at the announcement, hey, Ronnie Dyla, what's it like in New York City? Yeah. I was like, that's brilliant. Fucking perfect. I saw that and I didn't understand it. It's the hey, Dyla. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, went, I went in and, and had a look. <laughs> Did you see, I can't remember if it... Uh, Jokes are always better when you have to explain them. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Did you see, I can't remember which club tried to, was getting wide on Twitter with someone. Like, went back to them and basically said like we're not accepting this kind of language after they get beat I can't remember it was like somebody had been like well, they just got wide at a punter yeah like got like the club it's like when did you ever see the official Celtic account replying to someone being like Celtic being like uh, great win today blah 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 and some fan had put like fuck off underneath right and <laughs> and and some and Celtic replied to him we will not tolerate uh, abusive behaviour and he just put sorry Celtic <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> to remember that <laughs> which gave me a good laugh it's just the deadpan nature of it okay dad okay dad <laughs> oh. what's your charity pick Gordon so my charity pick is in the French <laughs> Ligue Nationale well who are they sponsored by I believe it's some kind of uh, pizza establishment 
Um, it's, it's France. France love food. What are they doing having Domino's as the fucking sponsor? It's a great, great sponsor. At least we know that the Domino's money that I waste every weekend is going straight into somewhere somewhere. positive. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you buy Domino's? I don't yeah. think people bought Domino's anymore. Yeah, I love Domino's. Man. See, I, I buy like Papa John's. Domino's is like the... It's the it, Domino's is similar to the thing I always say about McDonald's is Domino's pizza doesn't necessarily taste like any other pizza I've had. It just tastes like Domino's pizza, whereas McDonald's just doesn't taste like beef. It just tastes like McDonald's. Yeah. So if I, I want a Domino's pizza... Like I'll have a pizza taste pizza. you want. I'll have a pizza for somebody else and go, this is just what I wanted. I want. I wanted... A pizza that didn't taste like a pizza. See, I'm a big fan of uh, Papa John's special garlic dip. Oh, that's like that. just the worst <laughs> tasting thing ever. Like, don't. It's wonderful. People of the podcast, don't taste it. It's horrible. It tastes like melted plastic. So, so garlic, we, though. Are we strong? Garlic hand, plastic. Strong, strong hand off of the Papa John's sponsor, then. Yeah, hey, I'm a massive Papa John's nah. fan. It's the best pizza establishment. No, nah, we want Domino's to sponsor this. Yes. No. Nah. Any, really, any pizza establishment I'd quite take as a, as a sponsor. Now, moving back to this, I've got Red Star away uh, too long. Um, Red Star are the form team in the Liga Nacional. They've got 12 points. Too long have two. Two total from the last five games. Um, away from home, Red Star got 15 points from their eight games. At home, too long are the second worst team in the league. They've only picked up six points. They played nine games at home. Oof. Um, Red Star are doing really, really well. And uh, if you look at Too Long's home form, they've drawn, lost, drawn, lost, lost. Red Star. Win, win, loss, win, 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 loss, win. And, like, they're doing really quite well. Um, and they've actually scored three goals in their last um, three games as well. So you, it might be even if you're thinking about a, big, a bigger... Oh, bit oh of, three goals each time? Yes. Right, They've, they've okay. played, so they've scored... They won 3-1 against Bezier, 3-2 three, three, against Van Dovra, um, and 3-2 against Thie. Um Red Star here are a good price. I'm comfortable. The only reason I didn't take them as my value is that... Um, I'm a little shite back. <laughs> in in summary, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're eight to seven, and I, I think good price. Happy yeah. to see it rolling yeah, like, to the charity. I, I, like I like it. it. I think it's really good, man. A fucking six to six to five. I've got on Skybet. That's a, that's a that's a good treble. That so to to recap that it's a tenor of our own money goes on this. Yep, treble. And you're roughly and, getting like a hundred quid back. And the weddings go to charity. So the the bet is Dundee United away at Partick Thistle. Red Star away at too long. And Liverpool to battle Spurs. Yeah. You guys were talking about the Facebook group? We've had a lot of activity in the Facebook group. Um, listeners of the podcast, please, if you're on Facebook, type in Trampled Bet Podcast. Ask to join the group. We've got a community of about 100 people now, which is uh, rapid growth. And there's been a lot of good chat on it over Christmas. Obviously, we didn't have a podcast last week, but the members of the group all sharing their own tips. Um, some really good shouts out there. Fee Forest with Pordenone. Uh, yeah, I certainly won shoot. quite a bit of money on that. Um, the NFL, there's a lot of talk about the Titans um, potentially to beat the Patriots. That yes. came from Bob Alexander to begin with. And then there was a huge discussion around it. And I think a lot of people got on that in 9 to 5, which is, right, uh, okay. which is good. Obviously, uh, our esteemed producer, Gary Black. Um, we, don't hear, we, don't, we don't hear his voice so much in the podcast no. anymore, but he's on the Facebook talking about NFL. So um, that was great. James Wood, um, he's been getting involved. He was doing uh, some sort of builder, and anyway, we helped out with Arsenal and Makuru Suzuki. Yes. Um, so hopefully, hopefully <laughs> that's still still going strong. Um, Shug Mitchell had a had a shout for a card for Zaka in that Arsenal game oh, the other night. Sickening. I've watched the replay. I've watched the highlights. Did of you it. see how many times he could have been booked? It only showed you like two in the highlights, but it's fucking unbelievable. 
Like, but they were even if he committed no other fouls apart from like one of them. Yeah, the you one could easily get booked for. It. Uh, was it Glick to get booked for basically the same foul? Exact yeah. same thing. Yeah, but but Zaka had been warned after like twelve minutes his second foul, and we were all like, right, lump on, lump yeah. on Zaka. He's six to four to be carded in the second half. That that went down to four to six. <laughs> to get cards, and, after and, these and, fouls. but the ref just kept his cards in his pocket. Like I'd be investigating that and be like, "Here is Paddy Power giving him a bung to, to not, to not <laughs> book Jack or any other bookmaker." I wasn't singling one but, out. Now. But there's been loads of that. There was. I remember it's ridiculous. The, I remember the Tottenham game last season at Wembley, where two minutes in he goes straight over the ball on Kane. Didn't he get booked. I can understand if it's two minutes in but and the refs any, try to calm things. Down. Any tackle, you need to go. No, like, but if, if the like, guys, no. it was like three or four. And you're like, right, you're now taking the piss. Like, pe- people are waiting on a book in here, obviously. Yeah. Like, loads of people will be betting on that. And I'm... the ref's just intentionally gone, nope. The only way he was getting put in that book was for a straight red. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was not going to yell card him that game at all. Yeah, I don't get it. It's so, he's so frustrating. Like, everyone who listens to this knows how I feel about him. Yeah. But then the United game. He was great. It was, it was like fucking Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, Arteta just transferred his skills into Shaka for a day and went I need that back because from everything I've seen in the 12 minute highlights show on Monday he was fucking awful he was lazy yeah um, he, he was did... off the pace he, yeah just but, I mean, he's, Zach of old he is slow I can't believe it he, Danny Murphy said something that I agreed with and he was going it's not just him it's like, I'm not just pinging on him but he was playing that game so I'm going to comment and I was like I was a centre mid so I'm going to comment more about the position I know. Yep. He's like, I include Schneiderlin in this. I include Matic in this. They're too slow to play the current game of football. Yeah. How how can Shaka honestly deal with Salah dropping deep or Manny dropping deep and picking up a ball and running them? He's fucking done. Yeah. Like, he's, he's done. So I don't care. I, I don't get how somebody like Arteta can come from Man City and watch De Bruyne, David Silva, Fernandinho, Gundogan, eh, Bernardo Silva, those players in midfield and go, aye, him. Yeah, he he can play there, but this will be the fourth manager to be wrong about him. Do you think in training he's amazing? It doesn't matter to me. No, but that's that's the only thing they see. Yeah, but, like Arteta but, might have watched him in training. But, and go, oh, he's but that's, brilliant. That's then. when there's no pressure, and you're playing against people you know every week who might not, who might also not be. What other about. options really does he have? Just get rid of him. Yeah, but, and just but build. that might that might happen come summer. Yeah, but he's sitting saying no. He's sitting saying I want him to stay. I like him and I'm going are you really wanting that or do you want the team that after him Peter Berlin to keep up in their money because it looks like we want to keep him is that what this is you're, you're, it's a pretense to get more money because what you're doing is you, your wrist is basically getting knocked out of the FA Cup by playing a player who's a passenger Yeah, he's a passenger in the midfield he's fucking he's not good enough he's never been good enough and he's never going to be good enough to play for Arsenal and that's that's me even understanding that Arsenal now a top eight a, side, a top the best. Eight side as opposed to yeah, a, yeah a top eight Europa League side. He's still not good enough. There are too many midfielders like Wills, Matinho, and Neves around yeah. that are too good for him. Yep. Yeah. I would well, rather have Martin Noble and my team playing that position than Shaka. That's because, just something I've never thought about. Because I at least know what I would get. I'd get somebody who's going to win tackles and yeah. give a ball to somebody else. Yeah. Shaka, I don't know what he, I I said this before. I don't know what he does. I don't know what his value is in the team. He's not a tackler, he's not a passer, he's not a goal scorer. Just, he's just there. There, hi. Yeah. Occupying a shut. <laughs> also on the Facebook group, um, thanks very much, George Jones, Brian Clark, Hugh McBeth, Jason Stott, Eddie Casty, the whole the whole team there. Um, yeah. We've had a lot of good stuff. So get on the Facebook group, get involved in the chat, um, share some pics, comment on the pics we've put on the podcast this week. It's always good to hear some feedback yeah. about that. 
um, tell us what you've got coming up and also just any good stories of winning coupons. And I know it's super boring for us to keep saying this, but things like like pages, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, because... I've no, I have no issue pushing this podcast to everyone, but it does look better for people if it comes not from the free people involved in the yes. podcast. Yeah, please do us a favor, guys. If you're liking the picks, I mean, <laughs> we've been on an absolute tear since yeah. the yeah. end of November, like really serious profit each week. Please do share it with your pals. And um, and this is, this is free. Yeah. This is free content. So, and the other thing is, I don't see the Facebook group, but if you are on Twitter, throw them that way as well. So I can see all the pics and share them with people that are on Twitter. And the Twitter handle is? Uh, at TrampleBet. Mine's is at John Walker underscore 1986. Mine is at ASV Sports. Mine is at underscore Gordo Mick. Um, can we just have a quick word? The BDO darts is on just now. I don't know if anyone's been watching this. Gordon, what's it like? I, I This is a, a, a genuine comment about it here. I think I've played darts to more people. Yeah. And, the, and currently are at the BDO I've been in just pubs being in a busy pub been in a busy pub and having a shot on the dartboard I felt just as much pressure as the BDO players did maybe the, there was less cameramen in this pub it's brutal so before the tournament started there's the PDC right which is the big one now do you think it's too close to that well it used to be on at the same time what they've done now is moved it and I think moving it's terrible because they've moved it to the time that everyone's skin and back at work it's yes. on now right Re- retarded they've moved it from the, its home the lakeside to the O2 in London Right, which is now just looks like an empty function hall. Right, because okay. it, it is an empty function hall, and <laughs> they've got no sponsor, so they have the prize money the week before the event. Like it's a shambles. It's um, it's on Eurosport, right? You can watch it there. God knows who they've got doing the camera, but it's it, it's not even someone that doesn't know darts. It's someone that can't count. Right, because it, it, it zooms in on random numbers and then you hear the thud is Eurosport still the same guy that used to do commentary for every sport on Eurosport I can't remember no no there was got... one guy that used to do everything and he, no. was, he was never at the event she just was like he's just watching this yeah anyway in the darts Mikura Suzuki I'm going to put it out there again she will win the women's tournament she's got different level to the rest of them right okay um, she uh, she started the tournament 5-2 to two. she's only 9-4 to four just now so not that much movement. It's because Lisa Ashton's still in, but I think Suzuki will win this this tournament. The men's tournament, I tipped Jim Williams at the beginning. His opening game was not convincing, um, but you can still get him at around 4-1. to one. Um, I'm less keen on this bet now. I quite like the look of Richard Veenstra, but he can play absolutely amazingly like someone in the PDC or can play like me. And the thing is, uh, the Peter, Wright, Peter Wright, who won the PDC darts, um, started off incredibly poor. Oh, he did. He, he almost then, got knocked out. So, so you, you can darts players can do it. Like it, it, it's it's as long as you can get through games, you'll be all right. Yeah, but, and, and the interesting thing about the women's one is because it's a best of three sets. It, it's such a short game that yeah. upsets happen quite frequently. Yeah, because you lose you lose the opening set, and then suddenly you're you're in real real trouble. Yeah, I was talking about this in the Facebook group actually. Um, you know, Bet three six five's payout offer. Yeah. Um, on football, top league football. Two goals up, and they pay you out as a winner. Last year's Darts World Championships, they did that in the darts. If your player went two sets up at any point, they paid it out as a winner, which is mental. They're, they've not done it this year because I think they've right, realised okay. people go two sets up all, all the, the time. time and lose. Yeah. So, yeah. I, w- I wish they brought that back. But anyway, Makura Suzuki in the BDO Women's uh, Championship, I'd, I'd keep an eye on that. I don't have any other picks to offer anyone. Nothing for me. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Bye.
Social Podcast Network.